BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. The following is a production of the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Here they come to the stripe. Richard Petty's STP Oldsmobile. Waltrip dives to the inside. Petty almost put him off in the grass, and Richard Petty will win. Yeah, I mean, he's the best racer ever was. Most wins. It's Richard Petty by a foot. Petty wins his 200th career NASCAR victory. Well, without Richard Petty, where would the sport be? He's a king. Petty is sliding, slamming into the wall. He's coming down toward the finish line. Will he make it? Motor Racing Network presents Richard Petty, Road to Royalty. The winner of the World 600, Richard Petty. He's always got something funny to say, always got a story. Ladies and gentlemen, this crowd is going wild at Daytona as Petty takes the checkered flag and wins. From the Motor Racing Network studios in Concord, North Carolina, here is your host, Mike Bagley. Most any race fan knows that Richard Petty won 200 races and seven championships, but fewer are aware of the contributions the Petty family has made to the business side of racing. Richard's grandfather, and father raced before the king and were among the first to make going fast their profession when many had other jobs to support their racing. I like to drive, I like to do all that stuff, but I learned enough from Diddy to know that the fast cars don't always win. In other words, the name of the game is win, not race. Okay? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> from, from the business standpoint, you can go out there and lead laps and, and look like a hero, but the big deal is when on Monday morning, when you go to the bank, it's, it's where you finish. Richard's brother, Maurice, was the engine builder, among other things, for Petty Enterprises. He says the family business was as different then as it is from today's sprawling racing empires. Well, you know, we're just proud to have come along when we did. And then when you came along, you had to be smart enough to engineer your own stuff and go out and put it all together. And if you broke something, you didn't pick up the phone call and get another piece. You figured out what made it break and do something so that that part wouldn't break again. Today, many teams have a corporate structure complete with presidents and executives like chief financial officers. Back in the early years, the King says Petty Enterprises had a similar executive, his mother, Elizabeth. She was the glue. She was sort of like my wife, sort of like Linda. She was the one that kept it all together because Diddy would go out and do his thing and whatever, and she'd calm him down. I'd go out and do myself, and Linda done that. But uh, she took care of all the money. Diddy come in, give her the money, and she took care of all the bills and the insurances and all that. And then Diddy'd go out and buy things, and she she'd tell him, "Okay, you can only have you know three sets of tires this week because that's all the money we got." And uh, when we went out <clears throat> to travel, uh, we'd go in, and she'd all give us all a hundred dollars. And if it was four of us, it'd be four hundred dollars or whatever. It was enough to get us to the racetrack and get us through the race. And then she expected us to get enough money to get home on our own. <laughs> you know, so we had to have a good motivation. day. <laughs> that made motivation, but she was she was tight on the money, which is is how we was able to accomplish as much as what we did because me and Dave both, would, if we need something, we don't even think about the price. We just go buy it for the race car. She, uh, she kind of kept a lid on that. 
The family business produced 10 driver championships, including seven for the king himself, with the final one coming in 1979 as the Motor Racing Network's Barney Hall described the finish. Down to the start-finish line for the Times 500. It is Parsons. Allison will not get around him, and Benny Parsons will win it. Allison will finish second. Finishing third is Cale Yarbrough, and Buddy Baker might have squeezed by Richard Petty for fourth position. Richard will finish fifth, but it will clinch his seventh Winston Cup driving title for Richard Petty. And give Petty all the credit in the world, Mike Joy, because all he had to do was just ease it around the speedway and ease just not that kind of a race driver. He tried as hard as it's possible to win this afternoon. Petty Enterprises had a third generation driver, Kyle Petty, who won an ARCA race at Daytona in 1979 in his first major start for the organization. Kyle would go on to win eight races at NASCAR's highest level, but wasn't always in the Petty family camp. You know, I, here's the funny part driving for, for Petty Enterprises for me. I think I drove, I drove there um, my, my dad, my, obviously my grandfather started, my dad drove there, then I drove there and left, uh, and then when I came back, I appreciated it. I didn't appreciate it while I was there. I just, I looked at it and said, yeah, this is what I should do. Family farm. I shouldn't, I shouldn't be able to work here. Uh, but then you go away from it and you come back to it and you think, man, this is pretty cool. You're working at the same place that your granddad worked, and now you're giving a shot to your son, Adam, who's coming along, and he's going to work at the same place that your granddad worked, and I think you looked at it, I looked at it a lot different. I looked at it as, as more uh, of the tradition of the place and the legacy of the place and what the place had meant to the sport because really uh, those buildings had stood as long as, as what NASCAR had stood. Um, and that, that's why I love the Wood Brothers so much is they're still standing and, and they're still there. But uh, I think when I looked at Petty Enterprises uh, at that time, it was a huge honor to put your name on a list with Lee Petty and Richard Petty, but also and, and with Adam eventually, but also with with Tiny Lunn and Marvin Panch and Jim Pascal and Buddy Baker and Pete Hamilton and guys like that, uh, and the many many drivers who have come through that place. The NASCAR season is here, and Toyota Racing is looking for clashers. Did you clash at the Coliseum with your favorite Toyota drivers? Clashing with the HOA who won't let you carve bell number 20 into your lawn. Or maybe your Tyler Reddick shirt clashed with your pants while meeting the in-laws. If you're a clasher, then we want you. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing Inc. A fourth-generation driver, Adam Petty, Kyle's son, and Richard's grandson, debuted with the team in 1998 and 1999, winning his first ARCA start, just like his father Kyle had done. He also brought sponsor Sprint into NASCAR, a company that would later become the Cup Series title sponsor. With Adam back in uh, around 1998, 1999. Yeah, when Adam first started and stuff, uh, they had that three or four different color car, so Adam was their, their man, and, and that was their introduction into, uh, into Cup racing. And uh, it, it worked out really good with them with Adam, and so then they they took up the whole whole deal after Winston got out of it. So uh, they're they're the title sponsor now, and, and probably the racing, what little racing they done with Adam kind of etched them on and said, "Hey, this is our affliction is what they did." So he really got interested. In, I mean, here's an 18, 19 year old kid himself. You know I mean getting interested in other people's business, uh, and uh, then they made a trip to. Boggy Creek, which is right out of Daytona. Him and his dad rode motorcycles over there one day, and it was one of Paul Newman hole-in-the-wall gang camps. 
And he looked around and seen all the deal, and he said, why can't we do something like that or, you know, get started? So he came back and started looking around to buy some land and do do all the stuff. And then in the middle of that, we lost him. And then uh, once everything kind of settled down, I said, man, we got land. I give him 80 and 90 acres over on the backside of our property, and we just went out and got started. And the racing fraternity really, you know, with Adam, with the people that knew Adam that's loved him, okay? And uh, then with us losing him, that just, that just put it, out there in the front. So the racers all got behind us. Uh, the tracks got behind us, NASCAR, sponsors, fans. So we were able to, to do everything in a couple of years there that take a normal operation a, a lot longer to do it. Adam was killed in a Bush Series practice crash at New Hampshire in May of 2000, as described by the Motor Racing Network's Alan Bestwick. The tragic loss of driver Adam Petty yesterday here in New Hampshire has left the very close-knit NASCAR Bush Series community deeply saddened and grieving. As you likely know by now, Petty was killed here yesterday in a crash while practicing for today's race. Despite his young age, just 19 years old, Adam had made quite an impact on this group of elite racers with his bright personality and easy smile, not to mention his considerable skill behind the wheel. And moving forward from his loss will be difficult, to say the least. But moving forward is something we must do today. Racing is these drivers' job as well as their passion, despite the risks that come with it. It may seem cliche, but Adam Petty would want today's race to go on, and so it will. We'll turn our attention to it now, we do so knowing that someone very special is missing, and our sport is the poorer for it. NASCAR Hall of Fame Executive Director and MRN Lead Pit Reporter Winston Kelly believes that led to a fundamental shift at Petty Enterprises. Well, if you remember, they were going to Dodge, back to Dodge, as was Ray Evernham, and I think you know he had the drive that Richard Petty had. He had his smile. He had the charisma that both Richard and Kyle have, and I think the, the team the family was all rallied around that. And I think Kyle, Kyle is an incredible business person with an incredible business mind. And I think he would have gotten involved on the business side of that race team. He had said that his plan was somewhere in the five year time frame around 1998. So you think about that, him driving into the early 2000s, making that transition to Dodge and to Petty Enterprises with Adam. And then just my opinion, Kyle's not told me this. I think he steps in and has more of a business role as well. And I think Petty Enterprises not only stays together, but it flourishes. Yeah, maybe they would have moved from Randleman and Level Cross uh, to the Mooresville area. But I think he just had that innate ability to drive the car and an incredible charisma about it. Eventually, Winston and others believe Adam's loss started Petty Enterprises' decline and led to the majority of Petty Enterprises being sold to private equity firm Boston Ventures in 2008. About six months later, Richard Petty Motorsports merged with Gillette Evernham Motorsports. The team started by former Hendrick crew chief Ray Evernham and his subsequent business partner, businessman George Gillette. When Gillette's financing didn't work out, Petty, Medallion Financial, and DGB Investments bought the team in 2010. King says it was a whole new way of thinking for the family business. Than anything else is emotional from, from my, my standpoint. I've been here, I went to the very first race that they had over here in Charlotte with my dad and, uh, you know, I operated, or we operated just exactly like uh, the France family. Uh, you know, Big Bill uh, sort of went out and done the work and Annie, his wife, uh, sort of looked after things. That's the same way it was with us. Uh, you know, daddy done the work, mother 
kept up with the money. And, uh, you know, it's, everything has changed so much uh, from where we first started. Uh, we've been there, we've seen it all. And as time progressed, it really got away from us from a family standpoint. Uh, we have so many other investors or other people coming in, making the NASCAR grow from outside in. Uh, all the years that, that we done it, the Junior Johnson, the Woods Brothers, uh, Bud Moore, we did it from inside out. And over a period of time, it got to be looking pretty good. So then you had people from outside coming in, investing, buying teams or starting new teams. And we just got behind uh, because we still tried to do it from the automotive deal from inside out. And eventually, uh, you know, we sat down and talked about it and said, okay, guys, we, you know, if we're going to play this game, you know, we got to get in the game. And the only way we could see getting in the game was was get new monies coming in to pay the enterprise. And we've talked, we've been talking about this stuff for two or three years. We've, you can't believe how many different uh, situations we've been in to try to get to where we are now. Uh, most most people we wanted uh, that we talked to and stuff wanted to come in and buy the team or you know run the thing and all that stuff. So that's where Boston Ventures came in. They said, look, you know, y'all running the show. We're gonna put your money in here and help you take care of the money, but uh, you know, grow the business. So we really like that approach um, more so than just saying, okay, you know. Here's the keys. I'm out of here. I'm going to be involved in a day-to-day -day business. I'm not. I'm not going away. I'm still going to be out there aggravating people, uh, doing doing my thing. Okay. Uh, so you're from the outside. You're not going to see any difference except, hopefully, the team gets better. Today, the business includes the Petty Museum in Randleman, North Carolina, where the Petties got their start, as well as the Richard Petty Driving Experience, which merged in July of 2017 with the NASCAR driving experience to provide an opportunity for fans to drive race cars at tracks all over the country. It's been a long, winding road for that small family business that today is a corporate empire. You know, being here this long, being around racing for 67, 68 years, it's just, it's just like a farmer being a farmer. You know what I mean? Even if he can't farm, he's got a garden, okay? And uh, so I guess uh, all this stuff that I'm doing is kind of a garden. For the next four weeks, we'll continue our year-long birthday celebration for the King. Join us next Tuesday for Part 6 of Richard Petty's Road to Royalty as we cover some of the things Petty has done beyond the track. Until then, for the Motor Racing Network, I'm Mike Bagley. Have a great week. Richard Petty Road to Royalty is produced under an exclusive license with NASCAR. Any use of the description and accounts contained in this broadcast must be with the express written consent of NASCAR and the Motor Racing Network.